Welcome, Knights, Tigers, Hawks, Warriors, and Krakens, to this teaching moment. The next few episodes will be from John Cotter's 1996 book, Leading Change. As many people who have walked by my desk or spoken with me know, I like to consume knowledge. I like to learn as much as I can in 168 hours each week, and I write notes about key items. One of the sources of knowledge that I use is books. Recently, I read one of John Cotter's many books on change in the business sector. John Cotter has published over 20 books spanning five decades focusing on business and the crises that organizations go through either through the natural rhythm of enterprise or when crises are thrust upon them. There will be three more episodes built from this text, and if you'd like to read it for yourself, it is available at our base library. To the show. The 692nd Podcast is a platform for developing and connecting with our airmen across the island and those now serving on the mainland. Tune in for episodes where we talk all things leadership and personal development while getting a glimpse into the lives of the people moving our missions forward. I'm your host, Master and Derek Addison, and this is the 692nd Podcast. The book Leading Change was written in 1996, but gives plenty of currently valid insights into how to deal with the changes that are inherent in an organization. Today, we have an entire enterprise change going on within the DCGS. Internal to the group, our units are going through an organizational change to better meet the needs of the AET demands, newly devised requirements from ACC, and changes in leadership are on the horizon for all of us. These changes can have varying effects on the organization, causing stress and or confusion. As we navigate through these changes, there are some basic items we should focus on. First on the list is leadership, as it should be because it will be the driving factor in a successful change. Let's discuss the difference between a leader and a manager. Think about your direct supervisor, the senior ranks in your squadron or the group. Where do you see the line between those who are managers and those who are leaders? That line is sometimes very blurry and not very straight, but it is a very important one to know who your managers are and who the leaders are. Allow me to let you in on a little secret. I'm not talking specifically to the enlisted or even the junior officers. It is even more important to the senior ranks in our organizations to understand where that line is. Let's take the group staff as an example. To me, a senior non-commissioned officer under the XP directorate, my manager is Senior Master Sergeant Wade Ritz and Captain Ryan Torres. As the director, Dr. Mark Colby, is both the leader and a manager to my role specifically. But what about Colonel Mack? Would he be my manager or my leader? Can he be both? Should he be both? In my specific role on group staff, Colonel Mack is the leader and not my manager. If he ever feels like he needs to manage me or my peers, Dr. Colby, Captain Torres, and Senior Master Sergeant Rich are failing at their jobs. Leadership creates an organization and defines a vision to anchor and motivate towards, inspiring people to break through obstacles. Management is the set of processes that keep the people and technology moving smoothly. Planning, budgeting, and problem solving are all the key aspects of management side of the house. If Colonel Mack ever had to feel like 
he needed to guide me on planning or problem solving, we've upset the dynamics of the organization. For the senior ranking personnel listening to this, do you see yourself in more of a manager role or a leadership role? Obviously, you can be both things, just not to the same people. But it is very important you know the difference where the line is or should be. Are you managing people far below you? Are you the director of operations and feel like you need to manage the operations of a section with master sergeants and maybe an officer in that section? If so, you need to really evaluate those that are in the two and three stages between your position and that section. Now, this is not a ding on the section or those stages between you. You may need to reevaluate why you feel you need to or want to manage those operations. Do you feel a lack of confidence in those personnel, their managers, or the flight as a whole? Do you have a hard time letting them make decisions? If these questions are making you feel nervous because you think I'm talking about you specifically, it's because you have a lack of trust in your people. That is perfectly fine today. You can have issues with trusting your people today, as long as you train them and give them the information, knowledge, and tools tomorrow to allow you to know, truly know, that they are going to do the right thing for the mission, the organization, and the people that make them all work. If you do not provide the guidance needed, you shouldn't be in that position. For those in sections or flights that feel that they are being micromanaged, you need to look inward and try to figure out why. Let's start with some questions that you may ask yourself and see if we can fix some things. Have you ever asked, when will A, B, or C do their job right? Why don't they communicate better? When is someone going to train me? Why can't we find better people? When will they give us a clear vision? Now, these are all questions that I've heard people ask in the past two to three weeks throughout Hangar 5 and 1073. These questions are seemingly innocent enough and probably extremely valid to those who said them, but let's break them down if we can. All of them may be valid questions, but they are also bad questions. None of these take on any personal accountability or even responsibility. We need to start asking better questions of ourselves. You are responsible for the success of your section, flight, squadron, group, organization, and you are paid a decent wage by the American people. Don't cheat them. If you are feeling micromanaged, start asking, what can I do to alleviate the concerns of Captain Snuffy? How should I be relaying information to Major Smith so that he sees my competence and begins to trust that I am capable of this role? What training opportunities should I pursue to ensure that I am better at my job? Who can I ask about Project Alpha so that I can speak intelligently on the subject when asked? And for those in positions of power and influence, what training do my people need to get so that I can trust their judgment better? When I don't think my people are getting the picture, how can I better articulate the task or requirement so that they have a better chance at meeting my expectations? These are better questions to ask of yourself so that you are better for the mission and the unit. If you have any ideas, recommendations for future podcast shows or guests that you'd like to hear from, 
Let us know by going to any of the socially acceptable means of communication and leave us a comment. Facebook URL is facebook.com forward slash group forward slash 692D podcast. The email is simply 692D podcast at gmail.com. And you can always leave us a message on the Mattermost channel. If you can't get to any of those, send me an email at derek.addison at us.af.mil and I'll respond as soon as possible. That's the show for today. So for now, aloha, take care of yourself. And if you can, take care of someone else too.